Welcome to Live at the Vibe. with Elliot Rovetti. We're here, we have a lovely night. The room's packed and uh, we're all good to go for comedy. I'm here with uh, comedian Steph Broadbridge and she's getting ready to do a set for us tonight. How are you feeling? Uh, pretty good. I'm a little under the weather, but hopefully I'll be able to pull through. How long, uh, what are you under the weather with and for how long? I think I have a cold, but it's been more than four days, so hopefully you don't catch it by sharing this microphone. Amazing. Well, I appreciate you uh, powering through the interview anyway. Um, so is this your first uh, set that you've done at uh, Vibe Comedy? Yeah, first one. Not my first one in the room. I've done Magic Mike when it was there, but yeah, first time as a Vibe. Sorry. Well, we're, like, uh, we're really excited to have you, have you then. Um, so I was, we were just talking off mic about Steph's family and like the people, like I was wondering whether or not she's the only one that's finding her family, like she's like a lone comedian sort of thing, but apparently, according to her, she has a very, very talented younger sister who she can't seem to get on stage. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about that family unit and maybe a little bit about her? Oh uh, yeah, sure. So um, my younger sister um, always got the laughs at the family barbecues, so to speak, but um, she's not a performer. She doesn't want to do it. She just wants a nice life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were saying she's um, like a normal, like she wants to get married and... She yes, can... she wants marriage and kids and, you know, a house. I don't know. <laughs> what do normal people like? I don't know. Where does she get off with those kind of goals? I don't know anyone else like that. No, I don't know. So, uh, did your parents push you, like, to support you with comedy or did you sort of have to maybe convince them a little bit? No, my mom was really, she's always been really supportive, maybe too supportive. And my dad is shit, which is probably why I do comedy. Your dad, did you say your dad's shit and that's yeah. probably why you do coming? Okay, cool. Uh, do, you, do you talk, do you speak to with dad very much? Um, I see him on his birthday and Father's Day. Alright. Okay, cool. And you feel like that maybe fuels some maybe material? I don't know if it fuels material, but it's definitely why I need constant attention. I like that. I mean, I like the honesty there. I appreciate that. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> do you feel like that sort of uh, sits with you solely or is that, is that like in your sister as well? No, she, she's pretty cool. I don't know how she came out okay, but, um, yeah, so maybe I can't blame him. Maybe I'm the problem. No, it's usually the, the, the older sibling usually has to go through the shit first. got to learn all the rules, yeah. figure out, like, all the boundaries. Yeah. All right, cool. So, okay, so mum was really supportive. Dad was a muse, so to say, a little bit maybe. And, uh... And, um... <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so, are you, do you get inspired by comedy, like, when you win? Because you actually are a known, sort of, in the comedy scene as, like, a grinder. You work your ass off. You're always, in, like, you're always getting up. And um, you are relatively new to the scene. Like, how long have you been doing it? Um, it'll be two years in the end of March. Yeah. And you've done... Um, I've heard some rumours about, like, triple-digit 306 numbers or something like that. And would that be... Is that, is that a myth or is there some truth to it? Yeah, I've done a lot of gigs this year, but they're mostly open mics. Regardless, it's all, it's all yeah. stage time. Yeah, yeah, I like I like performing. Okay, so, so I was going to ask you, do you get do you get like your inspiration by watching other comedians and like other comedy, or do you watch music, or where do you get your inspiration to do that much? Is that just something you've always had, like an inner grind kind of thing? 
Oh, like you mean the work ethic? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I apply that to everything. And then I, d- I kind of learned early on that hard work beats talent eventually. Yeah. So that's just been my motto. Are you, do you, are you like studious? Like are you... Um... I wasn't, but I am now. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so who are some of your, who are some of your uh, inspirations in comedy? Like, who influences you? Because you, like, bring in the banjo, oh, no, the banjo, uh, tambourine, rather, into your act ukulele. as well. Rather, yeah. ukulele. And uh, you do a whole bunch of, like, what, 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 who inspires you? Um, so, when I started, I hadn't really watched that much comedy other than sort of, you know, Monty Python and sketch show stuff. But since I've been in the industry, I'm really inspired by... Mick Meredith and Jackie Loeb and Dave Eastgate and those guys are like killer stand-ups without the instrument mm. so that was what drove me to want to be good at stand-up as well. Beautiful. Yeah. Alright. Um, and, pardon me, uh, tonight are you trying any new bits? Uh, are you going to be doing any new bits or anything you're excited to do or? I have a new joke. But I don't know how it's going to go. I'm so excited. We love new bits. That's awesome. Um, all right, cool. Well, look, we're going to leave the first half here. Steph's going to get ready for a set, and uh, we'll meet her back very, very soon. Thank you. I've been trying to be a good feminist lately. I think that's really important, you know, but it's also confusing sometimes to know the right thing to do. Like, I got the train here to the cross, and a guy offered me his seat. Now, is that sexist or polite? Yeah, it's confusing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to do, uh, so I accepted the seat, and then I told him to fuck off. <laughs> we're back here with Live at the Vibe, and we're back with Steph for a bit as well. Uh, she's just laid a set. She's just laid down a nice one with the ukulele. And uh, the audience loved it. She just closed out the first half. How are you feeling? Um, yeah, it went it went okay. Um, there were a couple of moments that I wish I could go back and fix, but um, I'll work on it. Yeah. So I don't think they noticed. I don't think any of us noticed. Um, so you were saying there were really nice crowds and stuff like that, but I think they were a little bit challenging. Um, do you usually find that you get nice crowds, like when you go up? Um, I mean. I try to be Because nice. I think you're really good at turning it around is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think that it doesn't matter what happened before, I think you're really good at flicking the energy. I don't know. Oh, right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I always just try to give the audience what I think they want. And I'm not always right, but I think they can always see my intent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anyone in the comedy scene who, like, you used to or still do, like, an intimidated following? Is there anyone who you're like, oh, man, i got to follow that girl or that guy? Um, I struggle with women my age who have just made jokes about their age because my opener is about my age yeah. and then that bombs and then they're like, oh, another one. And then that's challenging, but... Yeah. All right. That's it. So only women, you, women your age are your biggest like adversary in uh, terms of comedy. Just because it's similar. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. Or someone like um, Becky Lucas, who's being a really, really good, funny woman, and then I'm like, ah, uh, 
I'm like B grade Becky Lucas. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think you did just fine. Um, all right, so when was the first time that you actually started playing, bringing the ukulele into your comedy? No, it was the other way around. So I started, I just did songs, okay. um, which I felt a lot safer because it's much easier. And you don't have to be as brave going up there with an instrument and playing a song you've rehearsed. Mm. Um, it's only in the last six months that I've started doing the, the proper stand-up. Okay, yeah. brand new. Yeah. Awesome. Um, did you do comedy music before or music that you wrote sincerely? I suppose comedy is sincerely Yeah, so I was doing normal gigs, but I had a few funny songs in there because there was a lot of the same in open mic nights mm. with singers. It's all very much, oh, my boyfriend's on me, and I'm like, oh, cute. So yeah. I was trying to give them something different. And then I thought, oh, well, I'm getting laughs. I'll try it in a stand-up environment. Cool. All right. Easy. Um, and did you teach yourself the ukulele, or did you get lessons and stuff there? Oh, yeah. No, I'm very bad at ukulele. Um, <laughs> anyone with music will know that. But, um, yeah, I taught myself. You do a good job of fooling everyone, I think. All right. Um, so do you have any big shows coming up? Is this, have you, are you culminating your material towards, like, an hour, or are you just uh, seeing what, writing and constantly seeing what works? I try to work in five-minute Increments. So at the moment, I've got 15 I'm happy with. I'm trying to build that into 20. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right, I got like maybe one or two more for you. When was your first, like your, your first sort of pay gig? Did you get approached for that or did you approach people for that? Like, was that something, did you get pulled out quite quickly or did you, were you, is that part of your grinding attitude again? You just kind of found that. Um, by pay gig, do you just mean like a book spot? Yeah, like okay. a more significant gig, yeah. Yeah, no, it was really early on. Um, it was about, I think it was my fifth gig was a book spot. Damn. Yeah, but again, I was just doing a song and I, um, I've been on stage since I was four doing music, yep. so I think that was a bit... It was a bit different, when, so... You were just way more comfortable up there than other people? Yeah, like, I am very comfortable on stage, but doing straight comedy, I still haven't done that at a, I've, Oh, that's not true. I've done it once at a book gig, and that's it. So Fair I'm enough. still not even there yet. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, again, I think that's a mental thing. I think you're, you're just fine on there. Um, uh, okay, so... And are you going to be taking part in the Royal Comedy uh, Festival? Yes, I am in Heat 2. If you are good, do not come. I was going to say, we're going to... We're going to promote all of uh, Steph's like coming upcoming shows and especially her Raw show coming up. You should definitely go and support her. But um, thank you for joining us with Live at the Vibe. Uh, it's been terrific. Steph, you're slated tonight. Thank you for joining us. Ah, oh, no, thanks for having me. It was real fun. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll catch you again next week. Thanks, guys. Ciao.